Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We are picking back up with new morning mercies. So without further ado, Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, y'all. Let's do it. Today's devotional says this, true, humble, joyful, and perseverant love is not born out of raw duty, but out of worshipful gratitude. We love because he first loved us. As I wrote the character qualities of real love, true, humble, joyful, and perseverant that you see in the statement above, my heart was filled with the sadness of conviction. I thought my love often fails to be true. No, I don't mean true as contrasted with fake, I'm not thinking here of hypocritical, I'm going to act like I love you even though I don't love. True here means straight, like the kind of arrow a marksman makes sure to pull out of his quiver. He wants a completely straight arrow so that when it leaves the bow, it won't veer off in the wrong direction. True here means consistent, reliable, and not apt to go in some unloving direction. Sadly, there is still inconsistency in my love. When someone disagrees with me, when someone gets in the way of my plan, when I'm forced into an unexpected weight, or when someone gets what I think I deserve, it is very tempting for me to respond in a less than loving way. The second word, humble, explains why I still respond as I do. I still lack humility. I still tend to make life about my plan, my feelings, my desires, and my expectations. I am still tempted to assess the good of the day by whether it pleased me versus whether I pleased God and was loving towards others. I am still tempted to live, live as if I own my life and still fail to remember that I was bought with a price. And all of this causes love to be burdensome rather than joyful, the third descriptive word. It really is true that when you're living for you, the call to love others is always a burden for you. The final word points us to the highest and hardest standard for love, perseverant. Love that isn't faithful is love that has little value. Love that changes with the wind is not really love at all. It is fickle and momentary put on that does more damage than it does good. That's why God's faithful, eternal love is such a huge and motivating comfort. The question then is, where in the world am I going to get this kind of love? Well, it never comes from picking yourself up and telling yourself that you're going to do better. If you had the power for this kind of self-reformation, the cross of Jesus Christ would not have been necessary. The only way I can escape the self-focused bondage of my love for me and actually begin to love others is forgiving, liberating, empowering, and eternal love to be placed in me. The more I am thankful for that love, the more I find joy in giving it to others. God's love, willingly given, provides the only hope that I can have love in my heart that I joyfully give as well. Yeah, there was a lot there. And I think like one of the root things I want to quickly talk about is about like spiritual formation or how we're being formed by Christ. Because when we're properly 
being formed by Christ, we will operate from love, not for love. And that points me to this paragraph that was in this devotional, which, which says the final word points us to the highest and hardest standard of love, Mm -hmm. perseverant love that isn't faithful is love that has little value. Love that changes with the wind is not really love at all. And I think that's something that really stands out to me because whenever we're loving for, what happens is is that has to do with what's beneficial to us. I will put up with this as long as there's a benefit to me, but we're operating from, we've already received the highest value of love from God. And now it just overflows from us versus we're trying to receive from it. And when you, when you see the difference there, I'm going to say it again, whenever we're operating from Mm -hmm. love is overflowing from us. Okay. That we first received from Christ. And whenever we're operating for, we're actually trying to take a feeling or a moment or an action from another situation and pour that into our love cups. And we're trying to receive love in that moment when, when in actuality it's, it's like, oh no, I'm trying to love you. But in mm-hmm. the same instance, I'm trying to feel love. Yeah. And it, it's like, it's one of those things. It's not real. It's actually kind of selfish. Yeah, it's definitely selfish. I have a confession to make. I started watching Love is Blind this weekend. Mm. It stole so many hours of my life and it was kind of like watching a train crash. But I will say in regards to this devotional, I saw this play out right in front of my eyes so often when I read this sentence and it says, I'm still tempted to assess the good of the day by whether it pleased me versus whether I pleased God and was loving towards others. That's good. I noticed this a lot when the different people were assessing whether or not they felt loved or what they wanted. It was very, very, very much about, well, this person makes me feel this way. Mm -hmm. I will say there was one couple that this was not the case for. I I love me some Tiffany and Brett, okay? Mm -hmm. But most of the others, it was very much like, they make me feel this way. And this is how I want to feel in marriage. This is how I want to be loved. And it wasn't, I'm seeing this person and from an overflow that I feel from the love of the father, I want this person to feel this way being around me. I want to be a better person so that this person benefits from that. Like I'm more focused on So put it in context of me and Chad, right? I want to be a better wife. I want to love him better for his benefit and not to get something out of him. I'm not trying to do something over here by being a better wife so that he will be a better husband. No, I'm doing the things that I need to do in order for him to feel more loved. Mm. And so I think it's a really cool just kind of picture of who God is that we get to look to God as love, like we have this perfect picture of love. And I love how humble Paul David Tripp is. And he even shares like in this, wow, like the recognition of how like weak our love can be sometimes because Mm -hmm. it is like tossed in the wind and it's circumstantial and like all of these different things can impact how we're loving people. But we have to get back to our first love, our truest love so that we can love in a better way, but we're not going to love in a better way if we're not first being filled with Christ's love. Yeah. I'm the chief of this. I lived my first like 22 years of my life operating for love. Mm -hmm. And then when I experienced that from love, whenever I received it from him for free, 
I was so much more willing to go out and and love truly with with humility and with yeah. perseverance because again I was overflowing mm-hmm. and it wasn't this thing where okay I have like this much left okay I'm just gonna I'm I, I can only text with that person right mm-hmm. I can only handle like ten minutes with that person or this this yeah. and that it's like no I was overflowing and so that's just something that I think we all need to sit down with and honestly if you even have, if you have like three to five minutes at the end of this devo I absolutely recommend you sit there and just be like yeah wow. The God of the universe who loves mm-hmm. me and created me on purpose loves me and he died for me. Let me like receive that and like yeah. genuinely receive it mm-hmm. instead of just kind of like, oh, I know it. Like truly mm-hmm. know it, like yeah. feel it and let it overwhelm you. And that overwhelm will turn into overflow, which yes. will then impact the people around you. That's so good. Want to pray sent out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today humbly in awe of your love for us, God. Such a perfect love, a love that we don't deserve, but a love based on your character and who you are, Father. A love based not on how lovable we are, God, but just because you love us, because you are our Father, you are our Creator, you are our friend, our Comforter. God, you are everything to us. Would we just sit in that love today? Would you fill our cups to overflow so that we can love others better? Lord, we love you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now it's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we're talking to you tomorrow. Sayonara. Sayonara.